everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I cannot believe we are using this episode to close That's Life Season 4. And crazily enough, we are actually very much into the discussions for Season 5. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, back from Israel, back from uh, a week off. My thanks to everyone who pitched in while I was away. Right, our general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. Actually, I imagine Avrami's hosting the live lunch, correct? That would make sense as we are on the road shortly after the conclusion of this program. Coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the beautiful Lower East Side, it is Yoni behind the board today. Yoni, how are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Everything is well. Thank you for all of your help while uh, we were... You know, off partying and gallivanting and not doing any work whatsoever. Jamie Wright in Israel, not at all. So thank you for taking care of things here. My pleasure. Really appreciated it. And my thanks to Avrami as well, who uh, certainly both of you kept uh, the uh, fire going in the home office while we were on the road. It was uh, a truly successful week in Israel. And my thanks to everyone who was involved. So many things to review from the last time we spoke. Um, Israel was a wild ride, but it was ridiculously great. And shout out, by the way, to all the Bike for High riders heading as we speak to Camp Simcha. What's up? Do you think they're listening to me, Jamie? They, I mean, what other motivation do they need to do the last, I don't know, 100 miles? How many is it today? I don't know. It's a lot of, that's a lot of miles. That's, that, guys, if you listen to me, if you're listening to me right now, that's a distance you should drive. That's all I'm saying. But that's what my husband says to me about running 13.1 miles. You know you can get in a car and do that, right? Right. That is true. Anyway, we had an unbelievable JM and AM broadcast from Stanford, Connecticut yesterday from the starting line of the ride. By the way, it is a ride, not a race. Important to remember. And we look forward to meeting those riders at the finish line this afternoon and to their families as well. Shout out to all of their families. Certainly a uh, a tremendous amount of support that all of these riders get throughout the year, both from their family and from those who uh, financially support them as well. So shout out to everyone. We look forward to seeing them at the finish line. They will be exhausted. They will be sweaty, and it will have been worth it. Follow us on Twitter, Nachum Siegelnet, all one word, Miriam L. Wallach. Also, all one word, fortune cookie. Yoni, the Powerball was uh, was one, right? No, I'm so upset about it. Yeah, so that's why you came to work today? Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You're when I don't show people. up, you'll know why. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you playing these numbers no matter what they are? Maybe. What does that mean? That's not a commitment. Okay. A dream will always triumph over reality once it is given a chance. I wouldn't play these numbers either. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Right, that's something. All right, uh, national holidays. It is Coast Guard Day. Shout out to the Coast Guard. Um, it is National Chocolate Tip Chip Day. And I want to say something about this. I believe that the entire cookie is not necessary because all I do is pick out the chocolate chips anyway. So shout out to chocolate chips everywhere. Are we celebrating? I would totally celebrate. And how are we going to celebrate? Well, somebody better go get a bag of chocolate chips. Okay. I didn't bring in any. I was busy schlepping other things. Right. <gasps> oh, Yoni. Happy birthday to you. Oh, well, We didn't celebrate because you were in Israel. That's okay. oh, sorry, I'm just kidding. I was in Israel. You were <laughs> here. My bad. Uh, we thought about him on his birthday. We did. I think I we all like made mention of it and then moved on. Um, but in honor of your birthday, we'll belatedly celebrate it along with Chocolate Chip Day and go get a bag of chocolate chips. Deal. Thank you. It is also Single Working Women's Day and it is Social Security Day. 
which I'm not sure how to celebrate it, if not just to say we hope Social Security is around for many, many more years to come. Uh, you are listening to That's Life here at the Nockham Siegel Network, and my guest is a returning guest, and uh, she is joining me right now in the studio. She's settled down in her chair. Shifra Klein of Joy of Kosher joins us here today. Good morning, Shifra. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being part of my last show of the season. Oh, wow. I know. It's crazy. Um, I just want to tell you that I didn't, this was not the cover I voted for. And I, I don't know, know if I want to talk about it. Yeah, but... some people were disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, as this we... cover was controversial. Well, what? All right. So let's just remind everybody that one of the shticks that Joy of Kosher does that I absolutely love is that they give their Facebook followers an opportunity to vote on their favorite cover before the cover before the magazine goes to print and i got my copy in the mail and all of a sudden i was like no i lost <laughs> i know a lot of people wanted the pizza yes why what but happened here one, how because, was this the dark horse that came out no this one because i mean it's a little bit distracting it's not like a clean you know like the pizza was right but this says grilling in summer a little bit more and more people did vote for it really mm-hmm. the one thing i really do like i like the blue and the pink yes yeah. <laughs> that that I do. I like okay. the blue and the pink plate. I'm, it didn't win me over, but but that's fine. The, that's, the wings on the cover, though, they're very delicious. Well, what's, recipe. What's funny about wings at the Wallach household is that the youngest Wallach child is obsessed with two foods: wings, but it has they really have to be drumettes, but that's fine. Okay. Um, and soup. You give that kid those two <laughs> foods, and it doesn't matter what time of year it is, and she's very. Very happy. So I want to go through a couple of things, but most importantly, as we know, I often like to start magazines from the back to the front. Mm-hmm. I do have to give you a tremendous amount of Hakara Satov to you and Shlomo for this beautiful article on our 10 by 10 event, yeah. the food and wine event that we hosted on behalf of the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. We hosted it at Nobo in Teaneck, and Chef Josh did an outrageous job. But what I loved the most about this piece, very honestly, and Shlomo was there, so this is right. my complete thanks to Shlomo, is that he got it. He got our message. He got what we were trying to do. And he and both of you in general have been great supporters of what we do here at the network between us and Naomi in any way you can be helpful. But the fact that he understood the essence of our message in both the um, Jewish Unity Initiative and the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, I mean, that meant the most personally. So I thank you for that. Yeah, and um, he had an amazing time. Well, I think he's still full, right? You guys did an awesome job. (laughs) I mean, when he told his wine friends, the wines he had, they nearly fainted. (laughs) Jealousy, seriously. Well, for the... The the event was not inexpensive. Right. um, And we certainly felt like for that kind of price, we really needed to put out, you know, pull all the stops and put out an event that would be commensurate with that kind of a fee. And we believe that we did that. And when it was funny, because when we met with Shosh, Shosh Jeff is what I was just about to say, (laughs) Chef Josh from Nobo. Um, we had originally planned, it was called 10 by 10 for a reason. And then he kept on saying, all right, maybe I won't do 10 courses. Maybe I'll do 13. We're like, Okay. Yeah, chefs tend to do that. Right. Sometimes. But then we had 16 courses, and awesome. we, which was great. And I'm like, I never thought I'd say this as a, as a good Jewish woman, but I think there's too much food. <laughs> <laughs> and after like course four, and again, they're tasting courses. So it's not yeah. a full plate or whatever. It adds up though. It does. So the gentleman sitting next to me looks at me and goes, I better be full at the end of tonight. I'm like, <laughs> You will be. And at the end of the night, he looks and goes, I can't eat another bit. <laughs> That's what happens. Right. Exactly. You get scared in the beginning. Right. Like, yeah. this is this, this is what is I'm getting. This, right. Yeah. But people have to know that tasting means you will be tasting for a while. So it actually inspired us, the event. We did an article inspired by the event on page 68 of the magazine. Right. Gabriel Geller um, shared how to build your own wine collection. 
Which was a lot of it was wines that were someone collected correct. from the 90s or whenever. I don't know how, how old the wines were. So he wrote all about it. Right. It was a great article. We learned a lot from it. There was, um, well, right. Gabriel Geller is, uh, I would say, one of the new voices yeah. at, um, at Royal Wines at Kedem. He is lovely to deal with, not only because of his phenomenal accent, but because, <laughs> like everyone else at Royal Wines, he's, he's just a pleasure. Yeah, he but, really is. Right. But you're right that um, part of what was came out that night were reserves from the Herzog's collections, their private sellers, and also from Simon Jacob, who has been collecting wines Amazing. since his father. So he has vintages that are that are not available. Yeah. And that's one thing that we were promising people. We promise you, you will get things you can't buy. And yeah, then that it, was amazing. And then it became very important to us to give people an option of something that they could buy when they go to a store. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're, this is the wine that we're pairing with this course. But if you were making something like this at home, you could buy this bottle oh, for nice. 10 bucks. That's nice. Right. So that was very, that was very important to us. But, um, but he's Gabriel, he's. He's a doll. They really, they really all are a pleasure to work with. So, what was your favorite part to write? Because there's a lot of very interesting here. Now we're going to start at the beginning. <laughs> we're turning to the cover. I've gotten past the cover. So we, we, um, I mean, I actually put together the grilled salad feature and the guacamole. That was my. That was your contribution. That was my contribution. But in general, I get to taste all the. We we photograph all the recipes and then we make them exact. Like we don't do shortcuts because we test each recipe. Right. And then make any necessary um, edits. So it's always fun to do the issue. We get to taste like so many different foods that we would never taste. So that's really fun. What did you guys do before this? Oh, gosh. Um, I was a teacher. Well, weren't we all, honey? Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then um, I was a history teacher. And then I also worked in special ed. Okay, that's hysterical. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that. But that's a whole I know, but doesn't it? But don't you feel like, and I say this all the time, that... There, ironically enough, was no better training for me in this position than what I did beforehand. I taught middle school English. I also taught history. But I taught middle school English for 15 years. And ironically enough, I use, I have a master's in English and a master's in in education. Oh, wow. I use both of those masters every single day here. And the training I had in the classroom could could not have been more perfect for what I do now. Don't you feel that way? Like your first, your first career really impacted on how you're doing in your second career. I guess you could say that. Yeah. I, I (laughs) completely, I I completely feel that way because I, if I can manage a classroom of seventh grade boys, that's true. I can do anything. (laughs) That's that's the way I feel about it. That's true. Let's talk about the pizzas. And I want to talk about the pizzas because as a person who has recently, recently gone gluten-free as a Pesach, Because you're saying pizza. I'm like, how I know. That right. So so every time I go to a pizza store where they say they have a gluten-free option, I'm like, yay, <laughs> except I cry a little bit on the inside because it's really just a corn tortilla. Yeah. So I look at the, <laughs> I look at these pictures. I'm like, oh, remember the days where I could have yeah. gluten? Right. So a lot of these options seem like a tremendous amount of fun. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the most fascinating thing. So Chef Jack Silverstein, he actually has um, – oh, he runs – Jack's Gourmet, sausages, bacon, and everything. He's actually a chef on his own in his own right before he started this company. So he, he has also a lot had a of previous knowledge. life. Yeah, he had a previous <laughs> life exactly. And so he shared how to make true Neapolitan pizza, which is the thin crust pizza. Right. And the most fascinating thing about it was that literally the, each pizza was ready in three minutes. 
Why is that? Because the heat of the oven? The heat of the the oven, the pizza stone, which was preheated, and how thin the crust is. What can somebody do if they don't own a pizza stone? If they want to get that kind of crisp, you have a a pizza pan, a very thin, you know, round pan that you put in your oven, you preheat that and whatever. But what can you get? Because that stone, the point of the stone is to retain that extra amount of heat. And it gives the crunch to the the crust, which is like irreplaceable. You want to bite into the pizza and crunch. Right. Or somebody does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not the people who fold their pizza in half exactly. and eat it like, yeah, right. But what can um, you do? I've done this with pita, and this is a good tip. What you do is you take a baking pan. Okay. And you flip it over. So it's like you just have the surface of the baking pan. Okay. And you use that instead of the pizza stone. It doesn't get as hot, but it, it's, it's pretty hot. So you use that in the bottom shelf. You put it wherever you would put the pizza stone. You like sort of turn it upside down. So then stop. Let's take a step yeah. back. People... The, you're cooking the pizza on the pizza stone? Yes. Okay. And you put the pizza stone in the oven probably a half hour to an hour before you're baking your pizza so it heats with the oven. As you're preheating the oven, the stone is heating too. And the stone gets so hot that when you put the pizza on it, it cooks from bottom to top. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So then I so had a baking tray can do the same thing. So you're using the reverse. You're flipping it over. Yeah. So you're, you're basically, you put a baking tray in the oven like any metal baking tray can be substituted in case, you know, and you're making a pizza once or twice a year. It might not be worth it to get a pizza stone. And what happens when your oven does not take an hour to preheat? Meaning, <laughs> I'm not leaving. In my, if my oven took an hour to preheat, I'd be on the phone with KitchenAid <laughs> for a while. But what, if you have your, 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 by the time your oven preheats, your stone or your inverted pan should be at that yeah, temperature that's already. True. So yeah. that's good enough, that's right? That's fine, yeah. Okay, so that's when you're doing it. You want to do it to the truest. You know, you want to get it as hot as possible, follow everything, but you can preheat it with your oven. That's fine. And Sicilian dough, a dough for a Sicilian slice, that's a different dough, right? Yeah, it's a a thicker dough. It probably has maybe some more fat in it to help it, like, get fluffier. This is a much thinner, almost cracker-like dough. And when was it, where in was it? In terms of the thinness. Where was it that I just learned that flour does not need a health share? In our magazine. That's right. Which page was it? Um, it was on page uh, 26. It was. Because what happened was. A stunning piece of information. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> what happened, I mean, this is 100% flour, not any flour that has any additives, right. obviously. But when we were doing the article, Jack said um, that we must get the double O flour, which is extra high gluten flour, which is perfect for pizza. And it's also really good for pasta. And so when I was ordering it, I didn't see any kosher symbol on it. So I asked the OK, who we work with, and we always ask right. our questions. And so they said the flour does not need a hauksher. See, I thought my world was completely blown <laughs> away a couple of years ago when I found out that rice, not rice blends, rice, not, yeah. rice does not need a hauksher. It's really cool to find out as kosher consumers. Like, you know, some things don't. You know, it's it makes it makes us feel a little free or something. I a little? Know. I feel like a whole new woman. Are you kidding me? Now, am I am I able to use? It's expensive, the flour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's not like I want to use this for challah. I mean, no, I don't think it's it's it works too, for challah. Well, it's, but if it's high gluten, it would be right. That's true. I know, but I'm not sure. But basically, probably in that quantity. <laughs> not in that quantity. Exactly. I mean, it's not like mega expensive, but it's expensive for flour. So, which was the most fun to make, the Neapolitan? Um. So my favorite recipe was the pesto. Okay. It was so good. Uh, the balsamic reduction took it over the top. That was just amazing. It was pesto and red onion and um, fresh mozzarella and balsamic reduction. It was so good. Okay, now I'm gonna amazing. I'm gonna have a an, a true honesty moment mm-hmm. here. I I I really I mess up my balsamic reduction all the time. Yeah, you know why? 
Be- because I burn it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. very, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you need to, it first of all, to... explain to people when they're saying, I don't know what a balsamic reduction is in the first place. Yeah. Let's do that. And okay. then you can tell me why I'm doing something wrong. Well, it's cooking down the balsamic, so it turns into a syrup. And it's happened to me plenty of times, too. Where it's like not looking syrupy enough yet. So you're like, let it go a little bit longer. But like you want to stop before it turns into like a syrup. After letting it sit for like two minutes, it thickens on its own. Okay. It also smells up your whole house. Yes. So beware. Like and ruins your pan house. when you burn, you burn the it. vinegar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, have to, you have to get a lot of steel wool and yeah, to wash that off. When but, we yeah. were in Israel last week, I saw somebody had in her house, otherwise known as my aunt, my aunt had <laughs> in her house a bottle of balsamic reduction. Oh, wow. Which I then couldn't find. I had no time to find. We don't have it here. We Kosher. don't have that's, it here. That's missing. I know. Yeah. Hashtag gourmet glot. Get this now. Exactly. Exactly. But it is. So when you're done with it, where does it stay cooled? Can you put it in a bottle? Yeah. In a in a squeeze bottle or a jar. And you're not refrigerating it. No, you don't have to refrigerate it. Right. Because that would harden it and exactly. that would be the end of the day. Right. Okay. It's vinegar, so it doesn't need to be in the fridge. Got it. It doesn't need to be in the fridge. But but flavored oils need to be in the fridge, right? I've always I thought. I think it depends on what you're putting in there. But like it could last if it's not too hot. But in your you're cabinet. Right, because, like, if you're putting, like, herbs or garlic, it could go bad. Right. Yeah. Especially the garlic, if you've roasted it, then it gets that bitter yeah. thing. I mean, uh, right. Not sounding good. Exactly. Not, <laughs> not my idea of a good time. Shiffer Klein from Joy of Kosher joins us here on the last episode of season four of That's Life. Can't even believe we're saying that. It's yeah. totally, totally crazy. But let's go to, let's, um, a shout out to my daughter. Let's talk about the wings. There are lots of wing options in here, and there are the pargiot options. Yeah. and. A lot of... That's the best thing for the grill. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that really is. I would say it's the easiest thing to grill. I make pargiot. Pargiot, yeah. by the way, are, are chicken thighs that have the skinned and boned yeah. chicken thighs. It's the best thing. Right. That's basically what they are, but they are the... I make them every week. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. And you my really ki- can't. My kids refer to it as chicken on a stick. Who doesn't want to eat chicken yeah. on a stick? Um, but all the options of keeping the kitchen cool and doing your ki- your cooking outside is very exciting and and entered and and appealing yeah. I should say for the summer cook. Exactly. And for some reason when you open up a grill all of a sudden your husband runs out to start cooking. So that's great too. It has not happened to me. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. It hasn't. But thank you. <laughs> Yet another lacking It's that fun I have. to grill though. <laughs> Um, it is fun to grill. It's also fun to teach your kids how to grill. And therefore, when the grill starts, they run out to yeah. do that instead of your husband. Um, but I grew up not with the propane tanks. I grew up with the charcoal briquettes. Yeah. The good old fashioned where my father used to build a pyramid exactly. out of the briquettes. <laughs> we had to wait till they became ashen and the whole thing. So is there still a place for these? Is there still a I place mean, for the charcoal? The- there really is, especially because um, most a lot of people really enjoy that flavor better. They say that charcoal gives a better flavor to the grill. It cooks more evenly when it's hot because, like, it has that, like, really nice heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not it's, – it's not as easy as just, you know, getting your gas, gas grill open. But, yeah. We have to uh, ask the Chafke how we can start making pizza. On the, uh, not the chafke, the okay. Oh, how to make pizza. How to make pizza on your grill. I think you can get like a different, we once did it, but I forgot the exact answer, so I can't speak, but I think you could get a separate um, grill grate. grate and use that. As long as the grate is replaced, you can use the, the machine, the, the oh, barbecue one, itself. I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I'm saying you question. Gotta, you gotta ask, well, yeah. hello. Every time I see one of these issues, I was like, I got to ask. That is true. Because I've, I take pizza dough. Yeah. And I grill it on That's the barbecue awesome. with yeah. with 
you know, olive oil, salt and pepper, or rosemary, or of course, as I put on everything, za'atar, mm-hmm. and um, and then serve it with hummus Friday night, and it's a lot of fun. That's but awesome. it's flachix. Yeah. No matter exactly. what you're going to do to that piece of pizza. And flapperts are very in style now. I'm so, very trendy. Yeah. I'm very trendy. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, let's go back to the wings. Let's talk about all these okay. different things that you can make on the grill. I mean, the grill is endless. You could literally grill anything. You can also use your grill, which we didn't do much in the issue, but what's interesting is you can bake things on your grill. You can put like... You know, a pot of sauce, warm it up on the grill. You know, the grill really ha- is like an oven, essentially. Right. But yeah, we did a whole article on chicken, all the different types of chicken. Like you said, pargiot, how to best cook chicken thighs, chicken wings. And then also I love the um, recipe for the chicken bourbon, the bourbon barbecue chicken. That yes. was really yummy. Um, and it's just like the technique of glazing the chicken as it cooks. That gives you, you know, like that sticky sweet and spicy like type of texture so that was really fun are you a briner are you a believing a believer in brining your chicken before you put it on the grill i don't know mark zamek okay who is uh, a major uh, a major player here at the nachem singer network and one of our hosts for the stun show he and naomi did an entire show um from his backyard barbecuing different things okay and mark is a huge believer in brining chicken before it goes out on the grill and i've done it i do it numerous times with chicken that's off a bone okay and that has no skin doing anything i can to ensure the 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 moisture and the the flavor do you find that it's juicier well the problem is that since i don't eat meat oh you don't know right i have no idea (laughs) um but i but uh but i can i I can appreciate that the 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 poultry when i take it off the grill Mm -hmm. and you know the difference is when something is dried out and there's right. nothing you can do for it. Right. You just pray for, you know. Something interesting. I heard about that. I forgot. I think I was watching Bobby Flay cook a turkey for Thanksgiving. And he said that he Isn't uses, that fun that that's work for you? What? Isn't that really? It was just a regular day of work. <laughs> <laughs> and he was using a kosher turkey because he said that it's already partially brined. Right. Because of the salting process. Empire so turkeys. Yes. Yeah, that's what he was using. Empire turkeys rank the highest every yeah. single year in taste tests because they have already been soaked in salt water. So really a kosher, any kosher poultry. Right. Doesn't need to be brined as much as non-kosher, right? Because that, it already has a little bit of extra moisture from the salt, right? Well, that's also why you have to be careful when salting meat. Yes, because it does need a little bit sometimes. Yeah, well, but yeah, you have to be careful. I have tried to explain to people that salt is not an ingredient; it's a flavor <laughs> enhancer. As you know, I have an obsession with salt. Um, all right, let's talk about the first thing that we did at the Wallachs for the first time in our lives last week, as an which was inspired by this is that we seasoned our corn. Oh, yum. We seasoned our corn and we grilled it. We didn't just, first of all, we didn't steam it and we didn't boil it and we didn't just wrap it and put it on the grill. We, we shucked it and then we put olive oil, salt and pepper and a whole bunch of other things on it. And it was, I mean, it was ridiculous. I love the, the toasty flavor. It's almost like popcorn like and yeah. And corn takes so many flavors. You can really have fun with it. And then you just pass along the toothpicks and yeah, right. Mm -hmm, (laughs) There's that. Um, and the other things that you have decided to grill, one of my favorite things being the peaches. Yeah, grilled peaches are so good. Any stone fruit, yeah. any stone-pitted fruit really has a tremendous totally. a, a total options in terms of what you can do on the grill. Um, give us one last thing that you were so excited about because Yoni is looking at me that we are almost out of time. Um, what was I so excited about? I mean, I'm looking at, you know, there's always that 
question of what to make Shabbos afternoon right. for supper. Right. So we did a whole feature on that, um, and that was really, really fun. It was delicious. Hani Applebaum, Busy in Brooklyn, did it. A really amazing job, and everything was really good. I love uh, Sabich, really, by the way. Yeah. yeah I'm a so big good. big Sabich fan, and you can find that on page 62. In, uh, in the it's most whole platter. It's everything that could be served cold, made in advance. Right. And let people assemble. Yeah. People like to. People like to create their own right. little plates. And so, so and really especially fun. kids. Yeah. Kids totally. like to have fun. Um, you, as always, are a pleasure and a half. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's always fun to be here. We didn't get to talk about the s'mores challah, but okay. we're going to have to get past it. <laughs> um, but I can't wait to see the next issue. And I'm already. Yeah, the next issue is going to be great. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you that whatever I tell you was my choice for the cover, if you could give it a couple extra votes, okay. that would be great. <laughs> because it's probably going to be the only vote I cast this year that I'm really excited about. So if okay. we could just make sure that this election goes in my way, I'd very try, much appreciate we'll it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and whoever wants to subscribe could do it on the website. Yeah. Joyofkosher.com. Joyofkosher.com, as always. Shifra. Yeah, thanks. My thanks to you. Do I have to wish you a good yantif already? No, 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 no. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know. You're already costuring for Pesach. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we will have you back on with the beginning of season five, as crazy as that That's sounds. That's crazy. Well, enjoy the rest of your summer. Yeah, I think the summer's over. That's yeah. what I've been told. But thank you. No. I certainly will. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to that live here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We are wrapping up our... Yeah, I'm good? Oh, Yoni says I'm good now. All right, I can stop rushing. We are wrapping up our last show of the season. I can't stop bringing it up because I can't get over it, frankly. Um, we look forward to broadcasting this afternoon from the Bike for High uh, finish line up in the mountains in Camp Simchud. It'll certainly be very exciting and certainly very emotional. We thank everybody at Bike for Chai for allowing us to be a part of this. And um, we look forward to hearing from you then. Make sure to listen on the app. Check out the website. The video stream will be going. ZK, Yoni, Jamie, me, and of course, Nahum himself, all at the finish line. My thanks to Avrami, who will be handling the live lunch, so we can make sure to bring that broadcast to you live. Do not miss Jamie and the AM tomorrow morning, especially at 7.40, as Malcolm Holmline joins Nahum for the weekly update. Do not miss a moment of that. And at the conclusion of Jamie and the AM, don't forget, it is another excellent episode of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. By the way, check out Naomi Nachman's Facebook page. She is doing some wild stuff this summer, and I'm so incredibly happy for her and all the success that she's had. But most importantly, she's having fun doing it. And as always, we applaud her and her hard work. I leave you today with a fantastic acapella selection, a fantastic Maccabees selection. It was released a few months ago, actually in January 2016. It is Naturally 7 and the Maccabees. It was released in honor of Martin Luther King Day. It is a cover of James Taylor's Shed a Little Light. I imagine this might be the only show on the entire Nachum Siegel Network where we might be playing this acapella choice during our three weeks format. But hey, we, uh, we strive for a little bit different here at That's Life. That's Life, everybody. Easy, fast, and see you season five. Bye, guys. Let us turn our thoughts today to Martin Luther King And recognize that there are ties between us All men and women living on the earth Ties of hope and love of sister and brotherhood And we are bound together in our desire to see the world become a place in which our children can grow free and strong. We are bound 
together by the task that stands before us and the road that lies ahead. We are bound, we are bound. There's a feeling like the clenching of a fist. There's a hunger in the center of the chest. There's a passage through the darkness and the mist. And though the body sleeps, the heart will never rest. Shed a little light, oh Shed Lord. a little light, oh Lord, oh Lord. So we can see. So we can see. Just a little light, oh Lord. Just a little light, oh Lord. Wanna stand it on up. Stand it on up, yeah. Stand it on up. Stand it on Sister and brotherhood. 